0: Hey, Honeymooners, you can find ad-free episodes, Moshe's DJ sets, merch discounts, and so much more on our Patreon.
1: Check it out at patreon.com slash endlesshoneymoon or click the link in the description of this episode.
0: Hello and welcome to the Endless Honeymoon podcast.
1: My name is Moshe. Her name is Tasha. We're a married couple, and we've been doing this podcast for 200 episodes, so the odds are you already know that stuff.
0: It is endless.
1: Our honeymoon? Yes. Not this podcast.
0: No, not the podcast. It's
1: only just begun. And I'll start it off with a confession. Natasha? Yes? I scooped our child out of the pool today with a pool-skimming net. Mm, that
0: sounds not
1: cool. It wasn't cool. She wouldn't get out of the pool. I was fully dressed. I didn't want to I my trick that I usually use, the old 543 with an ominous consequence at the end, did not seem to be working. I hate that feeling when you go 54321 and they're just like, "What, bitch?" I called your bluff. And you're like, "Well, I'll tell you what. I'm gonna start over again at 5."
0: <laughs> that was really sad. <laughs> Let's see what happens at the end
1: of one this time. That's a rough feeling right there.
0: Right, cuz if you're a kid and you're like, you know, relatively engaged, you you start to realize like, oh, it doesn't mean anything. Well, it used when to When he gets to 1. It used to he's mean It's not going to hit me.
1: It used to be a whoppin. At one, after one came whoop. And now after one, it's I'm not saying whoppin was good. After
0: one, it's like, "Do you want a Sunday?"
1: Yeah, after, I'm whoppin was bad. But I don't have. They didn't suppl, They didn't trade us. Will we all stop spanking? We're the generation that got taught no more spanking, right?
0: No, we got taught it now, but we were spanked.
1: That's what I'm saying. We are the generation where it was like, don't spank, which is good. But they weren't like, and instead do this. They were just like, instead, I don't know, keep counting down, go find a pool skimmer. I didn't know what to do. I was fully dressed. I couldn't get her out of the pool, and so I just grabbed a net and started guiding her towards the exit. And she got out eventually, and I told her I was mad, and she didn't care. She didn't seem like she cared. And I don't take guff. You're more of a guff taker.
0: Oh yeah. T- yesterday she looked at me straight in the eyes, and she goes, "I'll do what I want."
1: No, no. And no. I go, "You're not she- telling the story in its in its totality." <laughs> she had she had jumped in a dirty puddle after she had gotten clean cleaned up and i was like she
0: went how? to go back in
1: and i go how is why is she back in the puddle and then you told me
0: she looked at me and she said no she goes i decide it's up to me and i go but and then why? i and then i go okay uh, cuz she seemed so like Confident. I didn't want to like tell her she couldn't. She wasn't in charge of her own decisions. She's not. She's three. (laughs) But she just seems so confident.
1: I'll I'll do the fentanyl. (laughs) I decide.
0: I guess you do that now. She's not in charge. I know, but she just looked at me like she was just so like full of uh
1: vim and vigor,
0: power. She just it. She felt very like. Self-empowered. You got
1: punked by a three-year-old. She stared you down. She sapped your will to live. At least I got the pool skimmer.
0: She was like, I decide yes or no. I decide if I go back in.
1: But she doesn't decide.
0: She did decide and she did go back in. So
1: (laughs) Parenting is a dream. If you're thinking about it out there, folks, we cannot recommend it enough.
0: Parenting, having a kid is... Way more chill than having a podcast.
1: You think?
0: I prefer it.
1: You think it requires less work?
0: Yes. Well, no, of course not. I mean, I I, I love my podcast. I love all my I, podcasts I, equally.
1: I love. I, yeah, I lo- I'm so sorry. It, by the way, if it ever seems like we're making jokes at our podcast expense, like it's all for comedic effect. Like- yeah,
0: like I love podcasts. I love, I love the people who. Associated with podcasts, who are associated with podcasts. I don't want to say anything rude about podcasts.
1: No, honestly, every person with a podcast, I would say, kind of like is awesome for sure. Every single person who's doing a podcast these days is awesome. And podcasts—you cannot make the argument that podcasts haven't been a net benefit to this world. But Tosh, what about having kids?
0: I think having kids is amazing. I'm so glad I had ha- have it. I'm so glad I had a kid. I'm only going to have one and I just
1: don't you have a big announcement to make.
0: It's like one of my top experience. It's like my top experience for I've me. Ever had. Yeah, for me. More than the podcast.
1: For me, it goes starting more than
0: marrying you.
1: For me, it goes starting a podcast that first time on stage. The first time I did acid. The first time I candy flipped. The first time I hippie flipped. The first time <laughs> I vomit flipped. And that's when you take ayahuasca and ecstasy at the same time. And then having a kid. So it's, it's up there. Well,
0: what did she say today? She said, Mom, I like you more.
1: She did say that. And
0: then you were like, that's rude. And she goes, Mom, I love you more. Is that rude? <laughs> so maybe that's why she loves me more, Moshe.
1: Yeah, I don't think she does love you more. I think Well, she, she said it. She did say it. Once again, she's <laughs> a toddler and you don't really take things she says seriously like i love you more or i decide neither of those are to be taken seriously That's natasha a good point. you are purposely skirting around the thing you said you wanted to say on the intro to this episode
0: no i just didn't get to it yet what's up well i think it's really important that if you want to have a kid that you should have a kid and i have some people who are really close to me who are trying to have a kid but they don't have any eggs and I, I heard somewhere that there was a place that you could get donor eggs that are just on ice that people aren't going to use. But I've been trying to Google it and I can't find it.
1: That is not what you said you were going to say on the podcast today.
0: What did I say I was going to say?
1: You said that you were going to ask our listener base if there's anybody out there that would be willing, that has an egg on ice that they think they're not going to use. that That's you, what I said. No, what you said essentially was, I've been Googling something. Could someone else Google it for me?
0: No, I can't get to the place that like has like... Extra eggs. No,
1: Tosh. You want one of our Endless Honeymoon podcast listeners to join our extended family. We want to be biologically connected to you. The person <laughs> that's looking for one of these eggs is one of Natasha's biological family members. And we would like to know if there are any Endless Honeymoon podcast fans out there that made a bunch of eggs and there's just an egg on like ice. Like, had them frozen. Yeah, well, egg from, on Well, from what
0: I understand, because I froze eggs, but I needed to use all of them to try to have our baby.
1: And we did. And then she was like, I love y- you more.
0: Because I pumped myself up with all that shit, probably, what? and shot myself in the Wait, butt you th- for two months. You
1: think that our child loves you more because she's aware of the no, arduous nature it. of IVF?
0: <laughs> I think she loves me more because she sees how cool and... Oh, could be like- that. My personality is just kind of, like, really good, and I'm always kind of right, you know? It
1: could be that, or it could be the fact that that you let her jump in a puddle full of mud because she's like, bitch, I decide! (laughs) Could be that. (laughs) One of the two.
0: Well, all I'm saying is, when I was freezing eggs, I remember seeing that, that there was, like, donation places, because, you know, if, if a younger girl freezes her eggs, she might have, like, 20 eggs, and then she has her family... And then she has to keep paying to keep these eggs on ice. We're basically... So if someone had some eggs on ice... We're
1: offering you a very once-in-a-lifetime opportunity to save a little money with egg storage and to join our biological family. Now, you won't be able to actually visit on holidays, <laughs> but you will be able to know... I mean, think about it. If you we, can
0: you can um, see her on Instagram. You
1: know, a lot of podcasts or have, him. have Patreons. And we don't have one yet. We might actually do one. We've been thinking about it because we went independent recently. But um, in the Patreon, they'll put you in, in these different tiers. You know, like mega donor, super donor. Oh, blah, blah, blah. the super super
0: no- donors should be like donating their egg.
1: Nobody is on a podcast tier <laughs> for any podcast. Like donated an egg and is biologically connected to the hosts. That's never happened.
0: Well, I'm just saying. I I think that these people would be amazing parents, and I think that. You know, it's really hard that, you know, a lot of us have to wait until mid-career to even be able to think about having a kid because you don't have the help and you don't have the resources and you might not have the partner. And there's a lot of reasons why you wouldn't have a kid early on. Um, Give me the eggs. But then the eggs run out.
1: Give us your eggs. Give us your biological material, I guess is what we're really trying to say here. But if you won't do that... But
0: also, if you know of these places... like I know there's a place, that that like a donation place.
1: Oh, right. Because you can... Pay, here's the deal. You can pay for an egg. You can go out and find think yourself like $10, some kind of Linda Evangelista, but with a 180 IQ woman to pump herself full of hormones and harvest her eggs for you. But that's not an option for people that don't have the money. And... Um, these people don't have the money, but they do have a connection to a very hot podcast with some very giving listeners. Listen, is this a serious request? But I would say it's in the realm of 40% serious, 60% some content for this hey, intro.
0: I would pay for the egg.
1: Why don't you just buy them an egg? From I a...
0: could do that, but I just heard that there was people who donate, who have like, there's extra eggs,
1: so you Listen. don't need to
0: farm more.
1: Don't in the middle of our heartfelt pitch, our appeal to our listeners for their bio material, say actually I could just pay somebody to do this. This is that's the worst strategy. Now somebody was literally somebody was walking to the the, the bio chamber deep freeze. They put in their code. They they and their partner put in their handprint so that it, and the deep freeze start, started like um like Han Solo being unfrozen in Jabba the Hutt's um prison. And then right when you said I could pay, they were like abort and the freezing started again and we're never getting those eggs.
0: I'm just saying there's like there's 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 a way to do things. And I have friends who've done it this way, like where you don't have to involve like middlemen and people you don't know. And
1: listen, we are able to if you can offer us your eggs, we can offer you a 10 percent, two hundred dollars off your first mattress at helix.com <laughs> and with with a free pillow
0: 10% off on merch
1: so listen <laughs> if you're out there and you got an egg on ice that you want to thaw that bad boy give us a shout but if you just want to be on the podcast you know give us a shout about that uh, but most importantly keep listening and if you've
0: heard of these places that donate where people donate their extra eggs send me a link
1: send the link listen to the podcast Tosh I got an idea yeah let's listen to a caller
0: All right, yeah, let's hear what's going on. Let's
1: have a call. Hey, Tosh. Yeah, Moshe. Do you know what I think one of the great pleasures in life is?
0: Let me guess. Uh, Crisp white sheets?
1: Well, yeah, I was going to say being with you, but yeah, sinking into a beautiful pair of comfortable sheets. There's nothing like it. You spend a third of your life sleeping, so you want to make sure that your bed is as comfortable as possible. But maybe you looked at some retailers and you thought about how expensive the stuff was, and you were like, ah, I'm not dealing with this. Check out and because they've taken out the middleman, and they can get you luxury quality without the luxury-level markups.
0: So you get their amazing array of products at a reasonable price.
1: It's what we sleep in every night. They've got something for your every comfort need.
0: Plush and absorbent towels, cozy robes, comfy loungewear... And they are so confident in their core products that they come with a 365-day warranty. And fans are confident, too. They've received over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting.
1: They're really nice. So give yourself the comfort refresh you deserve and get it for less at Brooklinen.
0: Go to brooklinen.com, use promo code HONEYMOON to get $20 off. With a minimum purchase of $100.
1: That's B R O O K L I N E N dot com. And enter promo code Honeymoon for $20 off with a minimum purchase of $100.
0: That's Brooklyn dot com, promo code Honeymoon. Hey Tosh. Yeah, Mosh?
1: Um Would you say you're a good cook? Uh,
0: no, I would not say that.
1: I wouldn't either. But you know what is good what? and what makes even someone like you able to make a healthy and delicious gourmet meal oh i know what green chef yeah you got it
0: their stuff is good
1: it is good green chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy to follow recipes perfect for your keto paleo and plant-powered diets and even if you just want to eat in a more balanced way it comes to your house and it's super good.
0: Green Chef's expert chefs design flavorful recipes that go way beyond ordinary for a diverse array of meal plans and plenty of options to choose from each week.
1: Everything is hand-picked, featuring organic veggies and high-quality proteins, delivered to your door, pre-measured, and mostly prepped in insulated packaging.
0: Green Chef has a meal plan for every healthy lifestyle, whether you're keto, paleo. What are you, Mosh?
1: I'm plant-powered. <laughs> we actually did get the plant-powered one, and it was it's all vegetarian, and it's super healthy, but Sometimes these super healthy ones are gross. These were super delicious. I loved it.
0: And everything feels very balanced, and they measure everything already for you. It's it's just, it could not be easier. I can't cook, but I can cook these.
1: We've made it, and we love it. It was delicious. We made this, like, Moroccan thing with carrots. It was so good.
0: And I love the ability, like, everything's cut for you and measured, and it has always has vegetables. Yep. Feels so- healthy. And also less stress. I hate having to decide what we're eating every night.
1: Green Chef is America's number one meal kit for eating well. Green go- Chef
0: is also the first USDA certified organic meal kit so you can enjoy hand-picked organic vegetables, premium proteins, and you don't have to worry about where they come from.
1: So go to greenchef.com slash honeymoon100 and use the code honeymoon100 to get $100 off including free shipping. That's greenchef.com slash honeymoon100.
0: Green Chef, the number one meal kit for eating well.
1: Uh, Okay, now we're going to call Tara from Annapolis, Maryland. Annapolis. Maryland. 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 Annapolis, Maryland. Tara, calling from a vehicle. It's a first on the Endless Honeymoon podcast. (laughs) what you know,
2: are, we've got family friends staying here so i I'm, get it
1: what vehicle are you in
2: a cadillac xt15 xt5 all right just got it love Ew. it really
0: nice lovely but oh. you drive a cadillac like a is it, it looks huge yeah it is
1: i gotta say i respect it as the earth is melting in a global climate crisis <laughs> you doubled down on fossil fuels <laughs> and taking us into this next generation tara how can we help you
2: Well, I I think I probably did it better uh, writing this email. So I'm going to read it to you. Um, So my husband, who's 40, and I, 33, have been married for a year and a half. He's my teammate in life. And together, we've created the image of a perfect, strong, and secure marriage to our friends, family, and community. Behind closed doors, we're struggling in our sex lives. Since getting married, we've only had sex three times. He comes from a heavily Christian-influenced background, so no sex before marriage and strong ideals about what a good husband should be. I, on the other hand, have a background as a loud, slutty mall rat from New Jersey that smokes, (laughs) drinks, and loves to fuck. (laughs) Much of our attraction stems from our differences and our mutual respect for each other. But how can we involve our sex and intimacy?
1: I like that you make your own rules for this podcast. You know what I mean? You're in a vehicle. <laughs> you're reading prose. I think it's awesome.
0: Wait, hold on. You're so hot. So you're just walking around and he doesn't want to have sex with you? Uh, Yeah, I think I think it's new for him.
2: Um, So he's not as experienced. And I Wait, Why did
0: you marry him? Did you guys I, not? <laughs> you love to have sex. Did you guys have great sex before you got married? No, I think he's. But
2: he's my partner in a lot of other ways. I guess. Oh wait, 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 not- wait, wait,
0: wait! He bought you this Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
1: Hold, hold on, Tara. I have some. That is uh, Natasha. Respect for the joke. Uh, I have some questions. How long have you been married?
2: A year and a half.
1: And before you guys got married, you never, you didn't, you respected his thing and didn't have premarital sex. Is that true? Correct.
2: How did How,
1: how did that happen? But you're like, re- remember your Jersey tra- trash. Yeah how did how did you how did he convince you to wait until marriage
2: um you know we went back and forth and he told me that christianity was really
0: important to him and and so he flipped me essentially
1: uh, and now are you really I feel reli-
0: like this is one of those stories where someone's like missing like like a big part of it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah. And so like I love to fuck and I'm really hot and, you know, I have my tits hanging out all the time and I just really want to be with this guy and he never likes me and never wants to fuck me. Um I, don't, uh, a I ch- don't get it.
1: Yeah, there's a chunk missing. Hold on, that's what I'm trying to get to the like, bottom. Like you seem
0: like this passionate, sexy woman. Why did you marry this guy? He convinced you that Christianity was the way.
2: Yeah, like, he's all things stable, and I think I
0: significantly lack that in my life. Got it. But having a physical attraction to someone wasn't like important to you before well, she, you got she's, married.
1: She's attracted to him, right? Are you attracted I am. to him?
0: Yes, I am.
1: So you you want to you want to bang, and he doesn't. Let me start with. He's wh- gay. Yeah, well, that might be true.
0: Possibly but- because he was like, "Wait till marriage. Wait till marriage. Wait till marriage." Ooh, I want to. I want to. I want to. I'm I'm this hot guy, and then you guys get married, and then he's like, "Ooh, vagina." Right. I can handle it three times in a year.
1: The- yeah. But that- it doesn't
0: mean you guys can't be great friends. That- <laughs> Hold on <laughs> before
1: you uh, atomize her marriage. Um, that's what I was going to say. Not that he's gay. I don't know if he's gay, but this narrative that you have that he's inexperienced, which is why you've only had sex three times that just examine that line of thinking for five seconds. Okay. He's had less sex in his life than me. So therefore that's why we barely have sex. That doesn't, when you think about it, when you grab it out of your own experience and look at that that line of thinking, that makes zero sense. He should be like having a straight up like Tara dinner bell, you know, that's a, the come and get it bell because he's never gotten it any before. Now Jesus is like, hey, it's all good. He should be lining up every night. So something else is wrong. There's something broken. And it's, by the way, this is going to be really bad, Tara, because you seem so cool. And I really want to make fun of you. This is like an emergency. Like this, something is real wrong. Yeah. That's what I think.
2: Have you talked to him about it? No. I, I, so we go no? we've gone back and forth kind of, I think there's a lot of sexual rejection between the two of us. And so it's- You reject him to. sexually? Yeah. I, there have definitely been times where the frustration has caused us to fight. And um, both of us, I think- Me, definitely. I I have rejected him. And I think we take it really personally. And now it's become so taboo that it's... And I secretly wonder wonder if everyone married is not fucking.
0: Well, but there's a difference between like married for a long time and maybe you start having sex less, but like waiting and waiting and waiting till you get married and then you're going to have this amazing sex life and then he only has sex with you three times. Here's my question. How were the three times? They were good. We were both
2: intoxicated. I don't know. It's the
1: the thing is you you did that thing with your voice because I speak a little Jersey, to be honest, like you think you did that thing with your voice with the lie octave. Yeah, they were good. Did you hear what you did you hear? it? No, they were good. And I know that they weren't. Hold on.
0: Wait, hold on. But what else? They were good. Uh, They were
2: good. You were were drunk. It was not the best sex ever. And I think I I would chalk that up to him being gay. The more you fuck someone, the better
1: it is. No, of course. Wait, but hold on. Ostensibly, he's he's only had sex three times ever?
2: Correct.
1: Something's... Tara, this thing This is... Uh-uh. This is r- like alarm, alarm, red flag city. This isn't like... But me and Natasha have been married. We just had our six-year anniversary. We have sex... I can't even, and we are not, it's not like we're like pawing at each other every second. We have sex. Moshe. What?
0: You're going to tell them how often we have sex? No,
1: I'm not going to tell you specifically. I'm just saying m- factors of 10, like you would need a, uh, to the power to say how much more often we have sex than you guys in a year and a half. I I wouldn't be able to count how often we have sex. And we're not, this isn't like an incredibly active. It's not like, you know, we're one, we're not like one of those weird tantric couples where we're always fucking each other and taking Molly. Like we're regular. I think we're probably pretty typical. So you, the other crazy red flag is that you don't, you haven't spoken to him about the fact that you haven't had sex but three times in a year and a half. You don't talk. Yeah.
2: Sex is, we do, we do. And I think sex is like the one thing off the it's the two taboo topic that we're both too scared of now for some reason I would love to know how to revive that
0: and get back Well, here how about this how about don't talk about it how about just keep trying to have sex keep coming on to him keep wearing your sexy clothes and then you know if you're doing it no you don't think Moshe I mean at least like give it a shot. She married him. She's driving his Escalade.
1: Tara, this is what I think. This is my strongly... There's a logic to what you're saying, Natasha, which is just like, try to get over it and engage physically. No,
0: just engage physically so you know what the next step is. You know, give him a chance.
1: My thought is... Make him
0: lick your pussy.
1: Oh. he would be like, like, oh my... Oh oh my heavens, no. Oh, Tara, Tara. Do you want another Cadillac? No, but... No, to me, my reaction to Natasha suggesting, which is an obvious piece of advice. Hey, get into it physically.
0: Thanks, Moshe. Uh,
1: no, I'm just saying, I don't mean obvious like dumb. I mean obvious like, yeah, obviously you should be be more intimate with your partner. My first instinct is this has gone so far into the realm of of off that it cannot be solved physically. It has to be solved emotionally and communicatively. It has to be. You must... Because this is going to absolutely guaranteed end your relationship. There's no, there's no question. There's no question. Are you going to stay forever in a relationship where it's like, where well, you got a good partner buddy? I mean, it's like that's not what you signed up for. Right. It will end your relationship unless you both have the courage to con to to confront it. And I don't think confronting it physically is the answer. I think you have to talk. You have to, you have to, I know, but
0: how do you talk about sex? And then, I mean, I had, I dated a gay guy for a while and like I, whenever I would be like, Hey, why don't we ever have sex? You know, he'd be like, I don't want to talk about it. Well, you know, and so I just feel like, Maybe it's good to try to be even just like a little f- uh, physically affectionate and see like what's the, w- w- if you really gave him the benefit of the doubt, maybe he's shy. What do you think? I mean, I don't know.
1: What do you think? Why do you think he you guys have sex so little?
2: I, I imagine that he just jerks off to porn a lot. And that's like something that is a pattern. And, you know, that's just kind of like life. But, uh, do you Sarah. know what
0: kind of porn he watches? Mm.
2: I would, if I had to guess, I would say pregnant porn, like
1: pregnant. Let me. <laughs> well,
0: wait, wait. The one, you thing, guys watch the, porn the one thing
1: he truly knows he'll never manifest in his actual life. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do, do you think that you guys could watch porn together if you think that the porn is really featuring in his life? Yeah, I'd, I'd certainly
2: be open to that. C- yeah.
1: c- can I jump in as the man here? It is not because of porn. That is not that does not make sense to me that he's watching porn and therefore he's having sex with a live human being that he's in love with and married to. So there's sin free sex available. So he only has sex with you three times in a year and a half. It is not he might watch porn and instead of having sex with you, but it, he's not not having sex with you because of the porn. He's going to the porn because you don't have sex. There's something else going on. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm just telling you, I, I also love to watch porn. And it doesn't get in the way of my sex life. So I just that's not there's something else happening here, especially the fact that this guy's only had sex three times in his life. He should. And you're so like cute and you seem cool. I don't know you that well. He should be lining up. There's something wrong and you have to confront it or your relationship will end. And I don't think confronting in the bedroom is this is what I think. Take Natasha's advice. But I think you have to talk about it, and maybe you need to talk about it with a professional. Would he see a therapist with you?
0: Yeah, probably. I think that would be if you want to give it another shot and you don't want to you know you don't want to go back to driving a leaf or whatever you used to drive. <laughs> you know, I think giving it a shot in like a and asking him like, would you? maybe get some referrals and say, would you mind seeing a therapist with me about this issue? Because, and think about it, what you want from him. It's really important to me that we have a physical relationship and I looked forward to it. You know, that's why I married you and now it doesn't seem to be happening. So I want to know how to please you and and try to be a little soft about it so he doesn't feel like you're just like spraying in his face, you know, like...
1: Which actually he might like, to be <laughs> honest. I mean, the thing is, Tara... I I hate to be so alarmist. But when I hear this story, I think this is an emergency Mm. that will that either one of two things will happen. It's an emergency and will end quickly. Or worse yet, it will end in a long, long time. And you will you will have spent your your years, your not that there there are unvital years, but you you will have spent vital years with someone who is clearly incapable of giving you like, what I hear, when you describe your narrative is that you have negotiated with an unacceptable situation for such a long time that you've found a way to make it kind of normal. You're like, Oh yeah, well, we've only had sex for a year and a half. I know that's bad, but we've got all these other things that make us really compatible. And so therefore in a way, this is the one area in which we're not really working, but it's like, uh, uh, that's like, that's that doesn't make sense. It's like, it's like me saying like, Oh yeah, my relationship with food. It's like mostly, mostly pretty good, except that I uh, every time I smell it, I vomit. It's like, no, the the food eating is part of is the main thing. It's like, it's the big, you know, what is a what is a relationship with a romantic partner? It's partnership and love and physical intimacy, right? It's like emotional intimacy, physical intimacy, if you don't have the physical intimacy, then you've got something else. And I don't know what it is. But it's not a, a, a husband. It's it's some it's some other arrangement.
0: Yeah, makes sense all right well i i think that you really do need to talk to him and get someone involved and uh yeah i uh let us know what happens yes
2: that's really good insight thanks guys
0: will you commit tara
1: to telling your husband you want to go see a counselor with him about your love life
0: absolutely
2: will yeah you
1: stay in touch and tell Definitely. us how it goes okay yeah,
0: i'll give you an update all right. And, and also like make some concerted effort. Try to find some referrals, get talk to a few people, give them a few options, make it easy. Say, I already have someone. I, you know, I heard of someone, you know what I mean? Like, you know, you pick. Do you want a man or a woman. Right. I don't know. Just, just be aggressive about
1: be it. Be aggressive about it. And if he doesn't respond to that, go get impregnated by somebody else. And then he'll finally, he might, he will really be all over you.
0: <laughs> okay. Bye, honey. Thank you. All right.
1: Bye-bye. All Good right. luck. You, Brutal. Was I too blunt?
0: Um no.
1: I mean that was like uh uh-uh. uh that's a uh uh-uh. uh
0: well I mean she clearly got married young and she did not.
1: She's thirty three, she'd been married for a year and a half.
0: That's what I mean. We're missing like a chunk.
1: Something's up
0: yeah. that we
1: didn't get for sure for sure. I mean, the whole thing where the guy's like, we can't do it until after we get married and then they get married and he's like, "Mm, still can't do it. I'm like, I mean, I don't know. That doesn't sound promising to me. Yikes. Yeah. I mean, all love, all love, love to her. I
0: mean, I I, I just, I wonder where someone's at where they're not Christian, but they're willing to wait for a Christian to be I mean I would never marry someone before I had sex with them.
1: Right. Right. I would not either. Everybody's different in this in this world. But
0: she's like I'm a mall rat slut. Yeah. Self-described. So then why would she be with a guy who would never have sex with her?
1: Well, anyway, best of luck to Tara. I hope she gets what she's looking for. And
0: I think she will. You do? I mean, she'll dump him. Yeah before she has a kid and then she'll meet like you know some hot basketball player or something right? Or a hockey player maybe that's what it seems
1: she seemed like a basketball wife
0: and then you know he'll buy her purses and what if
1: she is a basketball
0: wife maybe Cadillac Cadillac shoes repressed
1: homosexuality It's a lot going on uh oh
0: <sighs> okay
1: Natasha let's go to our next call hey Tosh. yeah Moshe? you look so young oh That's cool. But as we get older, not that you are, but as we both get older, I have started to feel more and more like I want to start taking multivitamins to supplement my body and to make me feel good every day. And that's why I use Ritual.
0: Ritual's clean, vegan-friendly multivitamin is formulated with high-quality nutrients in bioavailable forms your body can actually use. It's not just going to turn into like a big ball at the pit of your stomach.
1: Is that something that happens? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, I didn't know about that. It's true. Well, what you won't find is sugars, GMO, major allergens, synthetic fillers, and artificial colorants. And I just found out, big ball at the pit of your stomach ingredients. Plus, Um, the fresh taste and delayed release capsule design make trying your vitamins easy.
0: Ritual's Essential for Women 18 Plus Multivitamin was formulated by exhaustive research to help fill nutrient gaps in the diet of women 18 and over.
1: It's formulated with nutrients to help support brain health, bone health, blood health, and provide antioxidant support. And the results? Essential for Women 18 Plus was shown to increase those vitamin D levels by 43% and those omega-3 DHA levels by 41% in 12 weeks.
0: Right now, Ritual is offering our listeners 10% off your first three months. Visit ritual.com slash honeymoon and turn healthy habits into a Ritual.
1: That's 10% off at ritual.com/slash honeymoon.
0: Let's call Melissa from St. Louis.
1: I think it's pronounced Saint Louise. Melissa.
3: Hey. Hi.
1: How you doing?
3: Uh it's a little tired, but okay.
1: <laughs> Listen, thanks for staying up with us.
3: No worries. We had to
1: we had to put our kid down in order to call you. Uh, I'm, an, thing.
3: I'm a nanny, so I get it. <laughs>
1: i mean so long hours. We're parents, so we feel that you don't get it. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> we feel like nobody gets the kind of love we feel
3: right? but us.
1: Does that right. make sense? Do we remind you of your employers <laughs> right now?
3: <laughs> Maybe a little. <laughs> uh, okay, so what's going on? Oh, it's a mess. It's a whole mess. Um, so uh, I started dating this guy uh well we we met on a dating site in like 2017 and then it's always been long distance the whole time uh i started going there i'm in st louis he's in milwaukee um i started going there like every other weekend uh pretty much and um you know we did all the things we took trips together we did like holidays together all the things. And then um, after a couple of years, I was like, I'm gonna start looking for a job here. And like let like this distance is like gotta not be a thing anymore. Um it's too hard. And um, you know, thought we were kind of on the same page. And then one visit I was there and I had some interviews lined up with families and whatever. And um he was like, yeah, don't don't go on those interviews. Um, so then I left, I left and I was done. And that was like a year, almost a year and a half ago. Um, and I was just like, that's, I can't do that anymore. So, but we talk every day. Um, we still have like Netflix movie dates over the phone. Um,
0: like you still have your long distance relationship, but now it's without the set. Yes.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean,
1: uh, and more significantly without the the dangling promise of hope in the future
3: right right sort of yeah but then there's been talk of like uh visits and stuff too like i had a wedding to go to um uh in august and he was like gonna come and then ultimately didn't come but okay i i have have an important question with the timeline so after when you guys broke up, when you moved
0: there, you set up appointments. He's like, "Nope, go home." Mm-hmm. When you did that, then did the next day did you
3: just start talking to him every day or was there no, like No, peer- no. I was like, "I'm I'm not going to talk to him anymore. That's it. I'm done and that lasted And did he tell you wh- Oh, yeah. that lasted how long? That lasted I don't know, maybe like 10 days. 10 and
1: who called days. who? You called him or he called you?
3: Um, I'm sh- I I'm sure I called him.
1: All right. I have some major thoughts. Okay. Do, you, do you have some major thoughts?
3: No. I mean, yes, but you can go first.
1: Well, I just, I know this thing because I Mm -hmm. did this thing. I was big time, long distance guy. And in, in retrospect, I realized what is maybe obvious to you, but I'll just say it out loud in case it isn't, which is the power of the, you get my opinion, you get like one long distance relationship and it's not, it's not a pathology, but, but. The power of the long distance relationship is that you get to have all of the excitement of a relationship without any of the actual, like, nitty gritty, dirty work of, of creating actual intimacy with the person. And the moment that the person goes, Hey, I'm taking it to the next level, the, if you're not, if you're in a relationship, a long distance relationship, because you are trying to run away from actual, terrifying, real intimacy. Then that is uh, that is the most terrifying thing in the world, and you go, "Don't take the interview." So that's what's happening for that guy. For yeah. you, you popped back into the relationship, and so you.
0: It was easy and comfortable, and you think that he's, you know, the love of your life or whatever, or could be.
1: Right, and so you are now ensuring that you do not get over that other relationship because you're still in it in the exact right. same way you were before but without any possibility of a good ending. And you're just cutting yourself off from whatever connection you could be making with something more realistic.
3: Well, and I, like I've tried in the last year and a half, like I've I've dated other people I've tried. And it's like, it's so stupid, but it's like every guy that I go out with, I'm just like that, but it's not, it's not him. And he has made no attempts to date, like hasn't dated anybody in this time. So. really.
0: He doesn't have sex with anybody else. No,
3: <laughs> no. So, what,
0: so, so when he broke
3: up with you and said, don't move here, did
0: he give you any, well,
3: I, I mean, I ended it. He was like, he was like, maybe don't take the interviews. And then I was like, if I'm not taking the interviews and I'm not moving here, then, then what am I doing? And, but, but did he, I know what you thought, but then what did, why did, what was his reasoning? What did he say? Did he offer anything? For not taking the interviews? No, for, for not wanting you to be with him in the same city. Um, he, I mean, through the entire time that we dated, he's, you know, everything is slow. Does everything slow and that's fine. It's not, you know, it's not a big deal. Um, but it was always just like, I'm just, I don't know. I'm not ready. And I like, I like my life the way, like I like, I'm comfortable, he's, he's very comfortable. Sounds like you guys aren't very intimate and he doesn't sound very emotional. It doesn't sound like he's not very emotional. I mean, he can't, he, he can be, but it's, it's not often.
1: I mean, this is unfortunately incredibly simple. Um, He's he might be married to a woman named Tara that (laughs) no, just kidding. Our last caller would be very funny if he was leading a double life with this person you're dating, but I'm sure that's not it. This is very simple. It's like, and I'm not surprised that he's not having sex with other people because it's not always, sometimes it is sometimes people's intimacy issues includes being able to have promiscuous sex in your little life that you've created. But really it's about whatever is terrifying about having someone all my thing was like, I didn't want anyone all up in my space. Like I wanted Mm -hmm. my own, just stay away. Like I want, I liked, but I love to be in love. I love the feeling of being in love, but I didn't like the feeling of like, having to owe someone my time or having to get up and do them a favor or having to create a partnership. These are the
0: things I love about Moshe
1: (laughs) (laughs) or get get groceries or or get into a fight and get over the fight. Like all I wanted was the intensity and the longing. The longing felt like it like it was as close to a relationship as it could get. So unfortunately, this is very simple uh, in my opinion. And you already know. I mean, you already know.
0: Yeah. Shed him. Shed. You got to get rid to of him. someone else, or you'll never. And you have to be strong.
1: It's no wonder that nobody else compared with him because you were in a relationship with him. You're in a relationship with him. You're like, yeah, and it was weird. I went on a, a first date with somebody, but he didn't compare to the, my long term boyfriend <laughs> that I'm in a relationship with. <laughs> it's like you will not be able to get over him until you put him in the past. And and listen. M- well, is he like really successful and you're not or something?
3: I mean, no, no not necessarily what
1: I was gonna say is maybe the time has come for you to say, Hey, you know what? I'm done. And if you want this to continue, you can move to St. Louis. Yeah.
3: Cause,
1: cause like clearly but, I mean, who
3: but who wants to move to St. Louis? That's-
1: who wants to move to Milwaukee.
3: I'm nobody you. wants <laughs> to move
1: to either place. <laughs> well, because of German architecture, I mean you guys got an arch and Nelly and stuff like that. You got stuff and the city museum, but the point is- There's
0: a good children's museum there? Yeah, the
1: city, yeah, oh, that's okay. a great one. And, but listen, whatever. The point is, you already know, you gotta, you have to snip this or it'll never end. It will never end because it yeah. doesn't have to end because it's based on a fantasy. But it's, you
0: have to be strong. You can't, It's you have so to, hard. It's so, you have so hard. To really decide if that's what you wanna do, or you can do another thing, which is kind of like, lightweight you know, you can kind of ease out of it by just letting him <laughs> be the one who always contacts you, you know? And you can just kind of like, kind of just gradually, instead of making a huge deal out of it, I'm going to date other people before you've ever even met anyone. You know, right. maybe you could like slowly, you don't owe him anything. So you can slowly right. like, figure out, you know, try to put your profile online, maybe do some online dating just because it's fun and easy. And I mean, it's, I don't know if it's not fun. fun. I know, I know, right. I've never it's done not, it, <laughs> so like, bad. But, but I just think like I get invited <laughs> to something right now that I would never have gone to pre-COVID, but now I'm like, I just want to get out and like see people's faces, you know, like, mm-hmm. so I don't know. It's just kind of an interesting time to try to be social just for practice, like whatever, yeah. I'm just saying. Do that, and then just let him be the one to contact you, and you can be short with him. And then after like a couple weeks, if he's like, "Oh, why don't you call me?" You can be like, "Yeah, you know, I've been thinking about it, and I just, you know, I love you, and say whatever you want to say." I wanted to make it work, but you know, I'm I, I really want to find. You know, you have to say I'm getting older. You can just say like, "I'm I want to find someone who I want to live with someone. I want to have a I want to have like a life with somebody." Well, this yeah. is what
1: this is what's crazy, is that the the last call we had tonight was a I, I was making a joke about it, it was a, mm. a, a woman whose husband they've been together for a year and a half and they've only had sex three times oh. and, the, and, and crazy <laughs> and the advice that we gave to her was look a relation and she kept saying like oh but we're really good partners in all these other ways and they like rel- the advice we gave to her was no that's not acceptable just because right. you're compatible in all of these ways. But this right. gigantic, like fundamental right. part of a romance is you're not having anything happen. That's not a real relationship.
3: Well, that's what you're, the...
1: but you're the same. It's the same, except in a mirror image, you've got the intimacy, the physical intimacy, you guys got that. But what you don't have is gigantic, which is a real partnership. He He's right. absent. He lives in right. a different
0: state and he won't change
1: that. You got to right. go.
0: But they also don't have physical intimacy. She just offers him friendship.
1: Well, now they don't.
3: I mean, there there have been some, you know, FaceTime calls and things like that. But (laughs) since we broke up.
1: But the point is, a relationship is romantic, but it's also, in fact, it's actual. It's actual.
3: Right. Well, that's the thing he always, he'll say, like, whenever I, like, try to talk about, like, our relationship and, like, what is it and what are we doing, you know? He's always like, well, you know, I just wonder what it would be like if we lived in the same place. And I was like, yeah, I was willing to do that to see what this could be if we were in the same place. Oh,
0: no. Um, I just thought of something. What does he ask you for advice a lot? You mean like
3: when he's having a crisis, does he call me? Yes.
0: You know, guys do this. They're like, I think Ricky Lindholm was calling it like shirting, like She's like, this guy's always like, which shirt should I wear? You know, like he wants all this like, oh, I get pictures.
3: pictures from like when he's shopping, like while he's shopping, I yeah. get like, which shoes do I buy? He, or he like, wants what-
0: all the perks, but right. like without any of the intimacy, like Moshe can ask me that Moshe asking me like all the time, like what, what you know, like guys
3: want like yeah. answers. They, they
1: I don't ask her what shoes I should wear. Just <laughs> so you know, I, I know how to dress myself.
3: He went on a trip a couple weeks ago, actually quick sidebar we were supposed to go to london together um we were supposed to leave march 13th of 2020 so that didn't happen um and so we have these flight vouchers and whatever well he used the voucher like a couple weeks ago to go to spain but before he left he was like calling me and he was like well i've got this and this and this and like what am i forgetting and <laughs> And in, in my head, I went, You're forgetting that I'm not your girlfriend. And it's not my job to tell you what you're forgetting. But I, of course, I didn't say that. And you're forgetting to invite, invite me on me your fucking Spain. trip. Right.
1: <laughs> I mean, you couldn't have. Of course,
3: have, I didn't say that.
1: But you couldn't have a better metaphor
3: right. for,
1: for your relationship. You were supposed to go together, and he went without you. And now you have a flight voucher, and you can go somewhere on your own. And he have has the e- voucher. Well, tell him to write you a fucking ticket so you can go have your eat, pray, love moment because it's time to move on.
0: He's using you. Yeah, you're in the world For re- like intimate advice, like yeah. friendship yeah. in a way that's like leading you on. And he's not prioritizing you in any way, but he's expecting you emotionally to be there for him. And he's preventing you- in a lot of different ways from meeting somebody else. And
1: here's my question. Metaphysically
0: you have to let go of him. Yes. And
1: by the which should be it will be difficult because your relationship only exists in the realm of metaphysics. It's a (laughs) fantasy relationship. I'm sorry to say. But here's he all the things Natasha just said about this guy. Do you agree with? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he he's using you For intimacy, he's not there for you. He's not. He's just using you for all the perks. So hold on, let me
0: just
1: just finish. You agree with everything that he's not
0: there at all. Just
1: let me finish my big zinger point. Why would you want a guy like that in your life? He's not just not available to you he's actually not being very nice to you he's actually not somebody you deserve better than him that's
0: pretty insensitive of him being like did i miss anything from my trip from my trip
1: (laughs) that i'm taking with my half of the voucher did
0: you roll my my suit could you come over here and help me um pack my suitcase and don't forget to roll my pants
1: it's so hard to detach from a intense intimate feeling that this is like a it's like a drug it's like a drug you get to anytime you get a dopamine kick every time yeah. you contact him
0: and he's got his own defensive reasons why he asked. he's like well i thought we were friends i'm straight up with you i told you i don't want to get involved i love you you know it's just like whatever he but says the thing is
1: and the thing is to make you feel better he probably does love you right. he's just so fucked up and, immature. And, and immature and incapable of a real relationship that he can't can't sh- shift the gear from fantasy love into actual love because actual love doesn't exist in the realm of the spirit. It doesn't exist in the realm of like uh, uh, a dopamine. It exists in the realm of physical contact and difficult work and the work is what I avoided my whole life until I met Natasha and it you got to get out of that or you won't find somebody that is worthy of the love that you have to offer. And
0: you're cute and you're cool. And there's someone else out there for you. Hell yeah. Or maybe it's him, but you got to let go. Or
1: maybe it's Nellie.
3: <laughs> I don't, I don't think it's Nellie.
1: It might be Nelly. You don't know. You're closed <laughs> off right now because of this other guy. You can't see if it would be Nellie. Well,
3: <laughs> no. right. yeah. Well, good luck. <laughs> yeah. I know Thank it's hard. You.
1: Yeah, this is a hard one. I know this feeling just so well. Just ice
0: him a little bit. I would. He yeah. deserves it. Yeah, <laughs> but,
1: but speaking of deserve it, you deserve better. You just do. I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult, but come on. You, there's somebody out there that will actually hang out with you in person and not do a, <laughs> a viewing of, of you on Netflix.
0: I mean, the fact that this cool guy wants to, like, you know, get all of your, you know, advice and, you know, it, friendship and intimacy and emotional, you know, support you know you 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 know how to be there for somebody and yeah. it's it, it is a relationship it, it was yeah. a relationship so yeah. you know it's yeah just move on
1: yeah all right good luck <laughs> okay. sorry i wish i Thank had a you. different answer but take that other side of the ticket and go have a trip on your own get your voucher yeah,
3: he for months he's been like i need to i need to get you that money i need to just pay you for that voucher and- big
1: time advice get the voucher before you end it
3: or making me
0: get $800. There
1: you go. All right. Good luck.
0: Yeah. Bye. Thank you, guys.
1: Okay. Bye. Bye. Ah, <music> oh, Tosh. I'm so glad that, that we're not dealing with that anymore. It's such a struggle. And people are so fucked up that they don't even... Me- What's crazy about dating is, I realize, having been the person that was, like, driving someone crazy on the other end of it, people are so fucked up that they don't even know that they're torturing you. You know,
0: right? Like, I'm sure that guy's not a bad person.
1: No, he's not like, fuck her. I get what I want. Stay in Milwaukee.
0: But he's certainly not like in touch with her needs. Like, that's pretty insensitive to ask her, like, about his packing when they had a trip together. And he knows it's crazy. But he,
1: but he. If I know a
0: guy's in love with me, I wouldn't like lead him on like that.
1: But people are so twisted with neurosis around dating that they sometimes do things that are incredibly insensitive without even realizing that what they're doing is it's true insensitivity because you're just like, well, I didn't know. I'll never forget. I was packing for a trip to Israel. This girl I was dating a long time ago and we were in we were not official. And I started packing condoms in front of her. And she was like, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "What? We're not. We're not. Oh!" And I, I swear, I didn't think it was weird. And it was. Now I'm an adult. I'm like, God, what a, what a jerk.
0: Insensitive.
1: Totally insensitive. But luckily, I'm completely over my insensitivity now. You know why? Mm. I love you.
0: I love you too.